Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is your boy, Victor Speck. On the other line, we got Uncle CB. Yeah, yeah. Man, what a week it's been, huh? <laughs> I don't I don't know where to start. You know what? Let's start with fucking Chelsea, bro. Let's start with Chelsea. I got some shit to get off my chest, bro. I got some shit to get off my chest, you know? First off, these guys just... What what they it's like they can't even play no more, man. Like <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys can't play no more, man. You guys, you know, I don't think you guys like football, you know. The amount the amount of mistakes we made, I didn't just like I saw I saw like the fullbacks, all of them were pretty much like slowing the game down. I seen Hudson Adoy yeah. make good runs, I seen Tommy make good runs, I seen I seen Pulisic make good runs, but Reese James wouldn't swing the ball over to 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 Hudson Odoi, even though he knows, like, bro, this guy is making the run. Maybe I should just link that ball over, and and we're gonna create something. And then and then um, Ben Chilwell not passing the ball to Pulisic. What is going on? <laughs> like, and Rudy guy doesn't know when to release the ball when Tammy's making the run. It's just a bunch of nonsense, man. I just like they're so they're so out of sync. I don't know if it's if it's just from the form that they're in right now, but it's just oh my god! You know what? What did you think of the game? What did you think of the game? I don't know, man. I I was kind of watching the game while I was at work, so I, I'm not too sure. Um, when we start talking about uh, you know Chelsea and what you guys do, right? Like, yeah. I would say the one thing though is um, you know you guys needed. I don't know. I think you guys needed more of uh, aggressive, <laughs> aggressiveness, right? Yeah, like aggressiveness, hard desire, like those basic things that you're really looking for, right? And mm-hmm. a team that comes out to win games and comes out to take care of, like good teams at this stage of the game really do the basics well. I know mean, that's what mm-hmm. I always talk about. They manage the basics well. They keep the game simple. Um, they, you know, um, and, and they're always at it hundred percent of the way every single time they're always at it. Yeah. I felt like you guys were just like sleeping, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, there was no intensity. Um, and then the basics started to become hard for you guys to do. It seemed yeah. like, it seemed like the most normal thing. Like there was a moment where I was looking at Reese James and I'm like, Bro, like you should have just passed the ball there, or you should have just crossed mm-hmm. the ball there. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, so there was a little, there was a little weird, um, uh, weird situations like that was going on with this team. It's like you guys are starting to second doubt yourselves. Yeah. Like have doubts, and it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't feel like. Uh, um, you were in there to really win it. The only person who I saw maybe that had heart and desire was maybe Mason Mount. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of the team just looked like they were just going through the motions, but the, the motions weren't working. Mm-hmm. Um, they were trying to create things, but the basics what is in it wasn't even there for you enough for you guys to even start creating. So it was it was a weird game to watch Chelsea, you know, put in performance. But another thing too is don't forget. Don't forget Leicester. Remember, I, I called this game 2-1. And yeah. don't forget Leicester has been on the up and up, you know, 
Um, and you and there's a, I think on the last episode I mentioned this right. Um, I mentioned about management and the levels of management and moments when managers realize that they're kind of out of depth. Yeah. And Lester Brendan Rogers showed the level of the game and he showed the level of coaching, level of management. And you could just look at Frank Lampard and you could, you could just see he didn't know what was happening to him, man. He mm-hmm. looked lost. He looked lost out there, man. But we'll get into those man- that manager piece whenever you want to. But from a player standpoint, just the basic stuff wasn't being done well. Yeah, The intensity wasn't ramped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, you guys were kind of going through emotion, but going through the emotions that you were going to lose, not yeah. win. But anyway... It's and another thing too is Leicester. You're playing against a really good um, Leicester team, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, I I just I seen uh, such a such a dejected form and like uh, the way. Oh, by the way, um, my bad guys. I uh, haven't really like explained, but Chelsea lost this uh, this um, what was it Tuesday to Leicester two zero. That is what we're talking about right now. It was a little bit heated. I just wanted to get into it. But uh, now nah, I just let you guys know what the context of it is. But um, it was just it, it was just so like like they didn't want to play. You know what I mean? Like you you would take the ball. The thing that annoyed me the most is like the breaks that we had, and the amount of people holding the ball. Like yeah. you're on a you're on a counter, bro. You are on a counter. Do you realize on a counter you release the ball like sharp? Yeah, Leicester was just unbelievable, man. Like the 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 way they three balls. I I I think I only counted three balls. Only three balls, and they're inside the other side. They're inside our final third with three mm. balls. Yep, yeah. that's how that's how efficient they were. I'm pretty sure they could have probably scored more goals, right? Yeah. Um, Pulisic uh, came through. He almost got a penalty. But I guess like it was on the edge of the of the box, or VAR um, gave it like a free kick, and then. But what? What? Another thing that was weird was the goal that uh, the second goal that Leicester scored. I think it was offside. So apparently, there's no offsides from goal kicks. What? Yep, it's uh, it's been in the rule book for a long time. Nobody really has seen it happen. It's, but a, it's a new rule. No, it's been it's been there for a while. There's no offsides on goal kicks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> FIFA, FIFA needs to change that. <laughs> yeah, like the. Yeah. yeah, I thought the same thing too until Gary Lineker put on his um on his Twitter that yeah you can't you can't have offsides on goal kicks and it's something that I have never known about. You know, the, I, don't think, I don't think a lot of people knew that. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was really offside because like. How many times have they uh, has the ball been kicked in a goal kick and then offside was given? Yeah, exactly. No, you don't see it because, because usually teams they 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 sit back during goal kicks, right? Yeah. But because of the way the game is now, um, teams usually press high during goal kicks. Yeah. So when you press high, the chances of you getting offside during a goal kick is higher. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I think I didn't. I didn't know that either until Gary Lineker posted that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So it's actually, you know, it was actually the right thing that uh, 
you know, he did, right? So, yeah. yeah. On, the, on, the, on the positive notes, I did notice Timo when he came in. Uh, seems to like he's, he's finding his feet again. He dribbled mm-hmm. one person. He dribbled mm-hmm. one person. He actually controlled the ball. I was actually impressed with that. I said, okay. Like, you know, I, I, I called it two games until Timo was back to his form again. But didn't didn't he uh, miss like a one v one? No, he, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. He he missed a one v one against Fulham. Okay, that was where he, that was where he missed it. But uh, not here. Havertz played good. So which another thing where I was like, why did why did Lampard take Havertz out? Because like he was having a good game. Like little little inches of of brilliance. Um, but he was genuinely like silky, moving the ball around very well. But then Lampard took him out. Um, I still don't understand how Giroud did not start because Tammy was just awful in this game. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I saw something that showed Giroud was injured. I thought so I, I thought he was. I, I I thought he was, but I never I never really watched the the pre match uh, uh, press conference. Of yeah. this of this match, actually, for the past like two games, I've been slacking on that. I've only been mm-hmm. watching the post match conference, but I think I need to go back and actually see why Giroud was not in this game, and Kante wasn't in the bench either, which was strange. So I don't know. Like, I think Kante is in- injured as well. Kante is injured as well. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So you guys, you guys got some some weird stuff going down. But look, man. Like either way, though, I think I honestly. I usually don't like to blame. Well, it's not I don't usually, but I I like to kind of give Lampard in a way a free pass. But this season, I've been a little bit more on him because I wanted to see like what he's gonna do with, um, you know, his yeah. squad of like very good players, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for me, Lampard needs to start to, you know, shape up. If not, he's gonna he's gonna get the sack, bro. I think he's gonna get fired. Um, so? Yeah, I think he's going to get fired. I mean, I've always said that. Any person I've said that about, uh, they've always not fired them. I've said Ole's going to get fired. He didn't get fired. Mm. In fact, when I said he got, he's going to get fired, he came back and started to win games. Yeah. Then the next the next one was um, uh, what they call that dude, uh, Ateta. I said Ateta may get fired. Yeah. And Ateta changed things around and he started to win games. So, if yeah. I say Lampard is going to f- get fired, maybe Lampard is going to turn things around and start winning games. Every person who I think looks like they're going to be getting the sack, mm-hmm. they end up yeah, turning things around. So I yeah. think, I think, I mean, I think honestly, my, my, my head can wrap my, I can't wrap my head around this one. I think for sure that um, uh, it looks like uh, 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 Lampard will get the sack. Yeah. But you, I mean, you never know what's gonna happen, right? Like he may, he may, uh, he may survive this whole crazy thing, yeah, and then go from there. Um, on the same breath, like you know, is every, every time we say, "Oh, the, this manager is gonna lose their job," they're gonna lose their job. Um, the players may rally around these the managers and show, like, "Hey, we actually like the manager," and you know, they just run through a bit brick wall, brick wall for them. Yeah, and then all of a sudden. You start seeing Lampard winning games, yeah. and the same, and then things turn around, right? Yeah. So, that's the uh, so, somebody, somebody when we were, when we were playing FIFA last night in clubs, uh, I think it was uh, uh, 
Kangala. Yeah, he said he said he said whenever Ole was about to get fired, he went up and he told everybody in the dressing room, guys, my job is on the line. Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then they all just they all just played, right? They all yeah. played. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh but uh yeah, so based on based on, actually that was a good point that you brought up with the Manchester United and the Arsenal, whatever happened with the Ateta and Ole. Um, it seems to be the reason why now the board has given Lampard three games to save his job. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but they have they have brought out the short list of who they think could replace him if he does get the sack. And lo and behold, is the guy that I actually want to continue the project if Lampard is gone. So let, let us be clear right now. Um, I am not Lampard out, Okay. I am still Lampard in, but that doesn't mean that I won't support the decision that the club makes. If the club decides mm-hmm. to go ahead and 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 sack Lampard because they feel like that's the best thing, then so what it is. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I, I can't, I can't be the one to run over there and be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna, you guys are firing him for what? You know what I mean? Like this, is most of these players' fault. But no, I'm not gonna do that. You know what I mean? But yeah. As as right now, as Lampard is here and he's the manager, I will back the manager. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, pretty much that goes that goes for saying for anybody who comes to Chelsea, I don't care who you are. Like it, you may you may be uh, one of our best players ever, and you may mess up as well. But if the club believes in you, then there's a reason why you're there. Um, I, I did, I did, I did state this, uh, whole thing where I, I made it clear on the, on the group chat where it's like the Chelsea fans are delusional, right? They, they think one trophy, one shitty trophy in, in, um, every, every year is a good, it's a good thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm looking. I'm looking at something, which is why I kind of want Lampard to stay because I think this will build even more. I want a stability with trophies. I don't want I don't want where it's like you come in one one time you win the title, the next year you're you're gone. You're in four, you're in fifth, seventh, eighth, ninth place. No, that's not what I want. Look at what Pep and Club built. They built stability of trophies, right? We need to understand okay. that the trophies that we're winning is fucking shitty, bro. We the last good title that we won was the EPL in Antonio Conte's season, first season. After that, yeah. it went to shit. You know what I mean? So those things, those, those are the things why I, I'm saying sticking with one manager might get you where you need to be because at the end of the day, they're going to grow with that manager. They're going to understand how that manager wants to play. And then they're going to build a longevity around the manager. But the thing is, if we decide to can Lampard and bring in the next guy, right? Who, which I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into after this. Will it change? Will it push it to like the, the to to a level where it's uh, it's a continued progression, or will it yeah. stall and have it be um, a, a, a returning to square one type of situation? You know. Yeah. So, so another, yeah, go. But yeah, before I go ahead, like my own thing is, you know, I don't think it's fair calling a fan base delusional if they're asking for, um, if their if their expectations are raised. I don't, I don't think is 
you got your fans are being delusional. I just think that their expectations are high because of how good um, you guys have had it in the past. This is the same thing that mm-hmm. happened with um, uh, what they call it, uh, Ole. Mm-hmm. Um, and people will, people, people, because yes, people went a little bit overboard. Some people called him stupid names and all that, which I don't agree with. Um, but I think like the the thing is when it comes to a manager, you should not be, uh, I mean, it's, it's okay to criticize them and it's okay to ask for more from the manager. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, if the manager is good, if the manager is good, they will respond to that type of pressure and they will perform. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the manager, if the manager is not good, um, then they will crumble under that pressure. Yeah. So, um, obviously time is needed. It, there needs to be time provided by the board and the hierarchy. But, yeah. um, I think that it is okay for your fans to ask, to expect the maximum from him. Um, yeah. whether, whether, whether you like it or not, um, the system of Abramovich firing and hiring managers mm-hmm. has given you guys success. You yeah. guys in the last decade are the most successful club when it comes to trophies. And that's just because you guys consist consistently, um, you know, uh, set expectations mm-hmm. that are very high for your managers to achieve. Yeah. And if, and if they, uh, and if they don't achieve them, you get rid of them. So mm-hmm. for me, it, it's up to Lamp Lampard has to respond to that. It's, you know, the fans are only doing they're only asking for what is necessary. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Ole, right? The fans have expected him to deliver. And now finally he's given us, he's not, I wouldn't say he has fully delivered the goods, but he has shown progress enough for us to give him more time yeah. to deliver the goods. Yeah. That's what Lampard needs to do. He needs to show you guys pro- progress by winning games, getting the results for you guys to have the belief in yeah. him. Because if he doesn't, if he if he doesn't do that, then the fan base will not maintain that belief mm-hmm. in the, um, you know, in the in the coaching in the in the coach, yeah. right? Yeah. So, it's, I don't think it's fair to say that they're delusional. I think. They're just they. I think I think they they expect better, mm-hmm. and they think that the right a different type of manager is going to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's those are very, that's a very good point right there. Um, but the thing the thing that I think with uh with Lampard where is like he just he where he kind of loses it is kind of in the way that he um. He, so you know how you you say where um you nurture players right you nurture players and you mm-hmm. keep playing them like Ole did that with a few players right um mm-hmm. then came came Lampard but what Lampard needed to recognize is these guys are not playing good at this moment why don't we take them out right take them out mm-hmm. after like because he gave them like six seven games bro like even after like their form dropped, you know what I mean? So that's kind of dangerous yeah. because what happens there is pretty much like the guy is, he's not, he's not doing what he needs to do first off, right? His basics are off and then you have to take him out. You know what I mean? You got to take him out. Like guys like Ben Chilwell should have been benched six games ago, six, six games ago. 
mm-hmm. guys like um at uh Rich James eh, maybe like four three four games ago but we have depth you know what I mean like take out Chilwell let him rest because you never know maybe that could be the reason he's just his legs are being overplayed right now and bring in Emerson bring in Emerson and then for um for Rich James uh, take Rich James out and bring in uh, uh Pulisic right no, not not yeah. not Pulisic. Pulisic can't play right back. But bring in uh, bring in Aspie, right? Or if yeah. you if, if anything, bring some kids from the youth that can play right back. Because I'm pretty sure we have like I think like four prodigies that are that are coming from left back and right back right now. So um but but still, but still, bro, like the thing is he doesn't have that room to be playing around like yes, that, right? Yes, yeah. You guys you guys all know that your best left back is Chilwell. Yeah. You guys all know that your best right back is Rhys James. Yeah. Um, some players, as I've said, I think I don't know. I can't remember the, the podcast or episode that I said this, but some players need time, mm-hmm. um, you know, and need that time to work themselves into form. Yeah. And then some players, um, you know, they don't need, they don't need that, right? Some players just need, uh, um, uh, uh, what they call it? Uh, maybe one bench, and then they will get yeah. back in on track, right? So, but you don't know that there's the manager who kind of sees that, mm-hmm. right? Like it's it reminds me of the Harry Maguire situation. Yeah. Um, he was playing horribly, and everybody were asking for his yeah. head, and then after Ole kept playing mm-hmm. him, and what ended up happening? He ended up getting back into form, and he he's looking. Not at his best, but he's looking better than he was looking before. And then, so, and then Ole which you well, and then Ole, yeah, which, and then, which was kind of surprising to me because I was like, "Yo, McQuaid just scored, but you took him out, damn, bro." No, no, he he took him out just for one game, yeah. though. But overall, overall, mm-hmm. he his approach, his man management with that situation was spot on, yeah. right? But for most games, he played them, played them, played them. So. Lampard, maybe that's what he needs. He needs to keep playing them and then maybe drop them one game. Like, yeah. the, and but the game that he can't drop them against Leicester, bro. No, no, no. You know, if, if it's Fulham, sure, but against Leicester, he can't do. But that, as well, right? As so, well, he's gonna have to notice the depth that he has in the squad. You know what I mean? Like Emerson, yeah, yeah. Emerson is no joke either, bro. Like Ben Chilwell, at the at the end of the day, he's he's a good left back, but Emerson can. I think. Bro, I think Emerson actually has potential to be one of the best, bro. I've been saying this for like yeah. for like three years now. But the thing is, like, the coaches are not playing him. You know what I mean? He goes in Italy and keeps clean sheets. Bro, Italy is different, I though. Guess, Italy, I, guess, I, guess, look, I guess so. Yes, Italy is different. But yeah, like, like, that's still to show you a little bit of potential there. You know. I know, but still, Italy, man, bro, like Zlatan Ibrahimovic is dominated Italy. And I know everybody has a hard on for Zlatan, <laughs> but, you know, but but the thing is, yeah, but the thing is, he in Premier League right now, Zlatan will get injured. He'll be broken in yeah. half. Like, yes, he will still score goals, but when he played for United, he missed so many chances. Yeah. He still scored goals, mm-hmm. but he missed a lot of chances too. Yeah. So... People forget that, right? People forget that, you know, um, uh, this guy had a lot of opportunities and they just remember the good old times, yeah. right? It's all sentimental. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, watching the, I'm watching the league. There's a reason why Ronaldo doesn't want to come to the Premier League again because 
the Prem is just on another level, yeah. right? And I'm not saying like this league is the greatest be all end all. Like I love the Italian league. You know me. I always tell people to watch the Italian yeah. league. But I'm watching Ronaldo right now. And this guy isn't running too much, isn't doing too yeah. much. He has so much time and space mm-hmm. to like chill, you know? Yeah. So that's that's the Italian league, bro. Like the Premier League, they know you, they scout yeah. you, you know, and maybe you may dominate maybe for one season, but then the next season they they they've scouted the hell out of you that you don't you wouldn't find space, you wouldn't know how to navigate yourself around the pitch. Yeah. You wouldn't know what to do if you know. There's so many things that they do, man, in the in the freaking prem prem that guys become useless mm-hmm. when you come over to the prem after like a season or maybe after three months, you become completely useless. Yeah. So you you have to be really really good. And for me, Emerson in the prem, he's I wouldn't say he's bad, but he's still suspect, bro. Like yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah, so you I, can't really blame Lampard for that. But I do. You know I, what I, mean? I still do. Um, I still do kind of blame Lampard for that because, like, 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 when you, if he, like, I get, I, I think you're blaming him on the wrong things. I think if, if you, if you get, if, if you have Lampard, um, you know, bench Chilwell for Emerson, yeah. and you guys lose that game, he will be absolutely fucking crucified by everybody. Yeah, that's true. That's the that's that's the reality, right? So you can't you can't blame him. You can't blame him for doing what he should do. Yeah. He has to put his best team out on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Right? True, but right, but so right now, a, a guy in form is not part of your best team. You know what I mean? It's kind of it's it's a weird But he's informed. He's informed in, you know. I feel like but he's informed. He's informed playing against like weak opposition. He's not informed playing against no, no, no. good even, opposition. Even that's why I'm saying, even against the weak opposition, he's not informed. You know what I mean? Like I like. I, oh, you mean like? Okay, sorry, Chilwell. Sorry, yeah. I thought you said he's in form. No, 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 no. Uh, uh-uh. Ben Chilwell has been out of form for like six, seven games. Everybody on the group chat was saying it too. They're like, "Why hasn't Chilwell been benched, bro?" You know, because like, it's like, it's like I know, like, it's it's weird to tinker with that with that team side, but the thing is, like, it's such a weird situation that Lampard's in. I get it. I get it. But like. He should kind of find a way to now now start like pulling these guys out and playing other people, because if they're not showing if mm. they're not showing that grit and that and that focus, maybe maybe you should just be like okay one one game will take you out, let you relax and come back after you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Last year, when uh, when Emerson first see this is this is one thing I kind of I kind of have against Lampard because he kind of. I don't. I I, I kind of blame him for this. This is I blame him for this. Last year when Emerson was playing, right? Mm-hmm. When Lampard first came into the club, Emerson was his starting left. His starting left back. It wasn't. It wasn't Marcos Alonso, which is it, mm-hmm. weird, right? But I I think yeah. I think it's justified. Um, Emerson was his was his left back, and the crazy thing about it is Emerson's numbers in the beginning of the prem were unbelievable. Like, they were shattering. Everybody was like, yo, Emerson going to be like the, ne- the, the next, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Ashley Cole here, you know what I mean? But then um, what happened was Emerson got injured, right? Emerson got injured. Then he, uh, they, they kind of forced him to come back early, right? 
but we we had this talk i think we had this talk uh, uh a while ago as well where it was like pretty much like maybe maybe he asked to play the game but it's up to the manager to yeah, be yeah. like you know like bro you're not ready don't play this game we'll save you in for another situation just like kind of how dp did with me right back uh when i yeah. when i got injured and uh yeah and yeah so pretty much like he 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 forced him back he got injured and then after that he never played him again so which was like i was kind of like poor emerson bro like cuz like i'm like i'm like this boy has been waiting for his chance bro he's been waiting for his chance when 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 uh sari was there and everything he was waiting for and even sari was playing him at the at the very end of like the season emerson was playing yeah. and he was lighting it up so then, then Lampard came in. And he played in the first, the first half of this, uh, the first uh, little quarter of the season, and then got injured. Then they forced him to come back, and then he got injured again. And then after that, it was like Lamps is like, yeah, I'm done with you, bro. You know. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of wasn't like, I wasn't happy about that because I still see so much potential in this boy. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. I feel like right now, if uh, if if Lamps was to play him, I think because even in the in the in the yes, it's the FA Cup game that was like last week or so against Moore Canby. And but Emerson was playing like he was going from the wings to the middle. Like and he was a literal goal threat, you know? So mm-hmm. give him his chance. He played he had a good game, you know. Chilwell's not doing that good right now, you know? So play these guys, you know, play these guys, let them find their way and get back into form you know what i mean like and i i, I kind of feel like he kind of put himself in this situation because if he did it six games ago he would have known better but now you only have three games to save your job you know so now you're, yeah. you're in a very very precarious position and it's like you could now make this switch and emerson fucks up but now that hurts you that hurts you imminently yeah. right so yeah so if he had done it earlier, it would have given him a little bit of an idea what he has, what he has in in in, in the backup, you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah that 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 kind of like was, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I think Chilwell needs a rest. I think Reese James needs a rest. For God's sake, why did you play Rudiger with Thiago? Your 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 main pairing was Zuma and Thiago. Why are you playing? Rudiger? But that was, but 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 um, I wouldn't say that was the reason why you guys were losing. Oh, no, though, no, like, but but like no. you saw that goal, right? You saw that goal where they, where there was two people at fault in that in the second goal. One was yeah. James for stupidly letting uh, Madison run off him and go to the back. The, sec- yeah. the second person was Rudiger. You but you and Thiago are both going for the same ball for what reason? Yeah, you know. <laughs> For what reason? Like, bro, like, you should use your brain. This is why I'm saying, Rudiger, Barcelona wants you, my guy, go. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. If Gladbach wants you again, please leave. Um, Yeah. uh, Who else is there? Tomori, I don't want Tomori to go, but it looks like Tomori might be going to Ace Milan. And that's that's looking like with an option to buy. So it's like, 
is he part of the future or are they just doing some some weekly nah. rap shit? He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not part of the future. Of the future. But <laughs> so, but like for yeah, I don't think he is. But who who then would do you say as a manager would take over now? Remember you yeah. mentioned yes, yes. So, so there's four guys, and it's crazy because these are the, the the two at least the the three the three out of the four. I'm actually all for it. You know what I mean? But yeah. there's the one person who I want the most, and that is absolutely Julian Nagelsmann. He is number one on the list. <laughs> he is number yeah, one you, on the list for Chelsea. You guys want to? You guys? You guys want to steal my boy? Eh? Yeah, I, I was. I was. I was saying that either either Julian Nagelsmann or Eric Ten Hag, but the, but Ten Hag is not even on the list. But whatever. So um, Julian Nagelsmann is the number one guy. Number two is yeah. uh is what do you call it? Uh Thomas Tuckle. Thomas Tuckle is number two. Number three mm. is Massimiliano Allegri. Number four is Ralph Hassan Hutto. <laughs> oh no, you guys you they, out of all of those four, three of them are usually on my list. Julian Thomas and uh, Raf Hasenhutu. Um, Thomas kind of Thomas kind of screwed himself over yeah. with PSG though. But, but, but still. he also screwed himself up in Dortmund. But I still like Thomas. I still like him because like he he also took us to good heights in in, in Dortmund as well. Right after Klopp, right? Yeah. So and that was yeah. uh, um that was the season after Klopp had like the horrific season. I think like we yeah. ended up like twelfth or thirteenth in the in the league and shit. And Royce was injured. And then and then Thomas Tuchel came in after after uh, after Klopp left and just like galvanized the team and brought it back, right? But they just had issues. Yeah. I think it was over transfers. But the same thing happened with him in PSG. Here in Chelsea, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro, you got players on players, and Abramovich would tell you, "Hi, right, bro, what you want? Hi, I'll give you this money." Yeah. So like, it it might work. It might work for Thomas. It might work. But Julian Nagelsmann is oh. My God, bro! If we get if we get Yulin Nagelsmann, I'll be like, okay, that is perfect. But another guy who I'm saying, bro, is Ralph Hasenhutter. I do not want. I don't think I want Allegri. I don't. I don't think I want Allegri. Um, because but my 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 own. My own thing though is have you have you seen how Hutton 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 Jeez, Hasan Have you seen how he plays? Yeah. Um, yeah. if you look at what you do know, he doesn't play with, with wings. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's very good at coaching his fullbacks to provide width yeah. or coaching, you know, his two, uh, extra sentiments, uh, to provide width. He usually plays a four, two, 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 yeah. uh, setup. Um, so yeah, so it's a very narrow approach. Um, your team is like blessed with a lot of wingers. Yeah. So if he comes in, what does it mean for like guys like uh what they call him? Um geez, uh Pulisic and uh Hassanadoy oh, and Z. That would that would mean that um I know I know if Hassan Hutter comes in, then I think for sure Hassan Hutter will play um uh Pulisic with Giroud. <laughs> or maybe okay. Tammy. But I don't. I don't think really. I mean, because well, I think I don't think you. I don't. I don't think, think, you, I don't, I don't think you play Pulisic with Giroud. Yeah, I think you're forgetting Werner. I think you play Werner with Giroud. That's true as well because he he was yeah, at cause... one point the Leipzig coach, right? Exactly. So, yeah. He knows how he knows how to get get the best out of uh, out of Werner. So yeah. And then there's Julian Nagelsmann as well, who just recently finished working with Werner. So um, 
So I don't. Oh, actually, I, I don't know, actually, man. I, don't... I know. I if if Nagusman comes in, Nagusman will play Pulisic and Werner. And if Rav Hasenhutu comes in, Hasenhutu will play Werner and Pulisic. I know mm. that for a fact. You cannot keep a guy like these guys know the talent that Pulisic has, bro. They they know if Pulisic and Werner team up and in the in the front, it's a deadly combination. Once the form is right, yeah. it's just unbelievable, right? So, yeah. um, but yeah, those, those, those but are some not, good. Those are some good. Uh, some good options. But we'll see. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's not guaranteed, man. I don't think. I I said I don't think. Um, I don't think Hassan Hotel, Hotel will leave you guys. I don't know. I'm saying Hassan Hotel. Hassan Hotel. We'll I, don't, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna leave you guys. I think. I think. I don't think he's gonna leave Southampton yeah. to come to you guys. Yeah, I think. I, I think uh, he wouldn't leave it either. But uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know about Yelen Nagusman. I don't think Nagusman will leave either. He'll probably have like an agreement set in stone. So after after Leipzig season, then he, yes. he will come to Chelsea. But uh, yes, I think I. Yeah, I think Nagelsmann is the one that will do something like yeah. that. Um, and then obviously you have, yeah, you obviously have Tuchel and um, Allegri who are available without a job right now, right? So, so it will it will come down to if they really want Nagelsmann, then they will make a, a an agreement for next season because I know Nagelsmann will leave like the project halfway, and then um, yeah. and then pretty much then they'll have to hire an, an interim manager. But that's all. That's all. Yeah. If Lampard cannot successfully keep his job, I have faith. In, exactly. I have faith in Lampard. He's done it before. I can see him doing it again. So he's done it before with who though? In Chelsea, he was in trouble last year. <laughs> nah, it, I don't think it was that bad last year. I think last year everybody was like, "Yeah, we are, we have the transfer ban. We've just lost Eden Hazard." Yeah. Um, you know, I think he had free reign last year. I think this is the year where the real pressure is on. Last year, it was not really pressure, man. Last year was kind of like, whatever, bro. Like, you know, we know you know you're going to get things in track when we give you the 200 mil. Yeah. But, yeah, so I don't know, man. I just find it fascinating how a team basically won the transfer window. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys won the transfer window. And you looked very much a team that was going to win the league this year. In my opinion, I think when you, I, I don't think you guys would have won it. I think at least challenging for the league this year, because you came forth last year with depleted resources. Mm-hmm. And then, and then this season you have all these players that have come in. Yeah. I was, I was so jealous of Chelsea. When, when the summer transfer window was yeah. up, I was so annoyed with United. I was annoyed with our business policy. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking now at the way things are going and I'm just like, wow, always be careful what you wish for in life, you know? So the, you guys got everything. You guys got like the Christmas presents of players, mm-hmm. everything that you wanted. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe not defense because I, I still thought you guys still failed in getting a defender, mm-hmm. which I think you should have, which was your priority was getting a couple of defenders. Mm-hmm. You got chill. Well, but I just didn't feel that I didn't think it was going to be this way. Um, it's still very early in the season and it will take time as things start to slowly change. We may see you guys come back on, on track. Like it's that's the way this season has yeah. been, right? This season has always been uh, hit and miss. Yeah. But, I, but I think that you guys 
everybody needs to be be wary of signing players and expecting all of them to just work like that with a flip uh, you know flip of a switch right so you have to you have to kind of gel them one at a time you know or maybe or yeah, maybe two two to. at a time gel them two, two at yeah, a time yeah. so yeah like like the same thing the same thing is happening with uh, united but nobody's talking about yeah. it we've had uh the only person really who has kicked on is cavani yeah. and that's because he has a lot of experience mm-hmm. uh the ones who haven't kicked on donny van de beek is in playing yeah. alex Telles is in playing mm-hmm. facundo palestri is just a kid and amad diallo just came recently yeah. so um really we our players really haven't done anything except for Cavani who's the only one who seems to have done something so it just shows you that sometimes when you look at purchasing players like crazy it's not always going to work that mm-hmm. way um Diogo Jota for Liverpool worked right away yeah. Ruben Diaz needed 10 games and then he finally got on his feet, yeah. you know, or not 10 games, like five to five to six games mm-hmm. before he finally got on his feet. So it, it takes time for players to get used to the system around mm-hmm. them. If it's a new country, get used to the country around them um, before they finally really hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. So I think in, in the long term, you guys will see the return on that investment, but it's shocking how you, you, you're not seeing any immediate impact from anybody. Yeah. Really. There, there's no there's no immediate impact. Werner is not not playing very well. Mm-hmm. Havertz is not playing very well. Yeah. Um what's his name? Uh, uh, yeah. uh Thiago, he's looked okay. Yeah. Ziek. Ziek has got injuries, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So Chilwell what started off good and looks doesn't look that great either. So I think you guys should expect these kind of performances from these players because it's a new team and it's a new world for them for some of them. Yeah. So especially that. being being in the in the setback right now, a lot of them don't know yeah. what to do because they're so young, right? They've never they've yeah. never experienced it. So now it's this is where this is where players are built. You know, it is the character that comes after being in this type of situations that's going to pull you mm-hmm. pull you to the next level pretty much right your mentality is going to change mm-hmm. and you're going to understand like bro we don't we never want to be back in this situation again we were talking about yeah. um on on the group chat we were talking about the um more 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 came and he's like these Chelsea boys need to come and play uh play club with us they'll know they'll know what it takes you know what i mean because the yeah. amount of relegations that we've been through and then fought ourselves, put ourselves back to try and pull ourselves back to the two and it's just it's crazy man but like once yeah. once you once you're out of there you never want to go back there being in that, yeah, that feeling yeah. is just the worst bro but yeah, they'll, yeah. They, they just need a little bit of character they will i think they will get through it and I think Lampard, if Lampard galvanizes them and gets them through this, there will be a newfound respect for him, right? Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. But um, All right, we're, man. At, we're pushing uh, almost 45 minutes now. Let's end the Chelsea segment. We'll push into – we're not going to jump into Manchester United just yet. We're going to save you guys' glory for the very last. Let's talk about Liverpool lost today. Um. They the the Anfield Fortress is now dropped. 
uh, after three years. My God, what a record, though! Unbelievable, right? Yeah, it was a nice, uh, nice record. Um, you know, they <sighs> Liverpool has been the best team for the for two years, right? Yeah. For two years, uh, they combined, mm-hmm. not just uh, once combined. Right? So even, even when was, even when City won that title, right? They were actually the best. Yeah, that's, team. Not, that's yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it's been two years. They've been the best team. They've been a, uh, they dominated when City won the title, even though City won that title. City, City had to go through their, you know, their tank, the power bank, and just pull up whatever they could pull up so they can secure that title. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second season, you have Liverpool win again, um, or actually win the trophy. Yeah. So. I always I always talk about teams whenever you're on top taking advantage of winning something. Mm-hmm. And I think after that, after you've taken advantage of winning something, it's so exhausting mm-hmm. that the players start to break, number one, or they, they start losing their focus. Um, number three, teams start to figure them out. Yeah. Um, so in Liverpool's own case, it's a combination of all three. They're broken. They have loss of injuries. Yeah. Um, they also, uh, their system doesn't seem like it's working as much as it used to. Yeah. Their offense isn't producing the firepower that it usually does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now, as you, as I said, teams are starting to figure them out. Yeah. United is figuring them out. Burnley's figured them out. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys now know how to, they know what to expect when a Liverpool team comes to town, right? Or they're going over to Liverpool's home. So mm-hmm. it, it's only a matter of time that a team figured them out. And it's only a matter of uh, a time that a team broke their record. That, that means a phenomenal record um, at home, but it was only a matter of time that somebody did them in. And I think United had the opportunity to do that last time. And, um, um, Allison pulled some of the most craziest world-class saves yeah. we've ever seen. Yep. Um, and then they had the same situation in this game. Mm-hmm. Allison was immense. Oh you know, before the penalty, he was actually quite on fire. He was very good. Yeah. Um, then the penalty happened and it was like, okay, well, here puts an, here puts an end to the uh, uh, phenomenal streak mm-hmm. that this team has built. Yeah. Right. So, the way the way I look at it, um, there's nothing really to be for Liverpool. It's not nothing really to be too too worried about yeah. uh, for them, in my opinion. But I would start to I, the the only area I'll be a little bit worried about is on the offense. Yeah, they haven't, um, they haven't scored a goal in four games. Yeah, they're not looking. They're not looking like the team that has that much output. It seems like they're doing everything right. Yeah, except. Except putting the ball into the back of the net, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like they're not. They're not the team that's. Uh, they're just not. Not the team that's coming up with the answers anymore. You know. No, that's true. You know, because like the low blocks now are just literally just messing them up. Before low blocks, low blocks, the city and Liverpool is non-existent. So to see yeah. to see lately the low blocks stopping stopping these these guys. It's just like wow, <laughs> yeah, wow, you know. 
Well, the the low block actually is also doing a lot of damage to city. Yeah. But the difference with city is they have so many technicians, and we're seeing the emergence of uh, Phil Foden. Yeah. Um. Nice. So, and and there's a bunch of teams. I don't know how to. I mean, imagine dealing with Raheem Sterling, Riyad Mahrez, Kevin De Bruyne. Um. In some cases, Ek Gundogan. Yeah. Um. You know all these guys, and then finally you now throw in Phil Foden on top, mm-hmm. right? Liverpool had that in Jota. Yeah. So at first it was you're gonna deal with Mane, you're gonna deal with Firmino, you're gonna deal with Salah, and then um, and then now uh, Jota. Yeah. But then Jota got injured. Yeah. Right. So how long is he out for again? I don't know. I don't know. Club screwed up playing him instead of resting him for like a meaningless game. Yeah. But, but yeah. So like you see that, and then you ask yourself, right? If Liverpool had Jota, would they still be struggling this much? Probably. Not. I mean, probably not. They'll probably they have be putting goals in still. Exactly. They had to play Origi. Yeah. Today, and Origi had like a big, a big miss. Clean through on goal, sl- slams the bar. Yeah. You know. He has money supporting him. It doesn't pass him the ball. He just smashes it and he, and he, and he hits the bar. So Origi is not a good backup to Firmino. And Firmino is struggling. Like he, Firmino looks so bad yeah. um, as a striker. Yeah. He looks, he looks, he looks like his Hoffenheim days. But they also, um, he doesn't look too good. They also, they also have that uh, that kid Minamino as well. Minamino, he's not that good. He's not that good. He, he was like what eight million, eight million pounds or something. He's not that good. He's to he's to link up a majority of Ellen Haaland's goals. Yeah, but but people forget that Ellen Haaland is a beast. Yeah. Ellen Haaland was the one who made his goals happen, not Minamino, in my opinion. Um, so for me, I, I would say Liverpool situation, um. It is dependent on what happens with Jota. If Jota returns soon, yeah, you can ex- you can expect to see Liverpool kind of back in their groove of things. Yeah. You know, um, if he does not return soon, then there's some issues. And also, um, with the defense maybe getting some folks back, they need somebody like Henderson or Fabinho a little bit further up the pitch. Yeah, right. Another thing too is Nabi Keita isn't is injured, so he can't play in the middle. You have Shakiri filling in for a guy like Nabi Keita. There's gonna be a drop off in performance. Yeah. Right? They took off Salah today to rest him and then Oxlid. Yeah. yeah, they had to play in Oxlid. Uh I think they played in Oxlid anyway. They played in Oxlid and he he doesn't give you the same as what Salah produces, right? So Coupled with the injuries, Jota is out. Um, Van Dijk obviously is out. He's a big miss. We all know that. Um, and uh, uh, what do they call him? Who I can't remember who else, but, you know, uh, Nabi Keita, sorry. You know, all those folks that is missing. Yeah. It all, com- it all culminates to them not performing the way that they should be performing. Yeah. If you had Henderson further up the pitch, Fabinho further up the pitch, um, you know, and uh, maybe Jota is subbing in for Firmino. Mm-hmm. I think Liverpool will be fine. Yeah. 
but you know they're not fine right now because of the injury. So that's kind of the situation with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what a what an it's pretty much an end of an era with that with that record. But we move. <laughs> Um, do you think um, Ahmad's uh, comments uh, spot on with him saying that the board doesn't give uh, Jurgen Klopp any money? No, I think I I think FSG has a very like FSG built a moneyball. They copied the moneyball system, yeah, and they brought it into the game of football. Um, yeah, I think uh, I don't think I mean I can't speak for a Liverpool fan, right? Mm-hmm. But from my own perspective, I don't think it's – I think it's overblown. I think, you know, I, I think they can only give him what they can give him. FSG is not like um, the Glazers. Yeah. They, don't, they don't pocket money from Liverpool. Yeah. Every money that they make off Liverpool, they put back into the yeah. club, right? So after everything, you know, after all the um, cost of air operations – you know, wages, all that stuff has been paid out. Uh, the little revenue that they have, they put it back into the club. And if they sell any player, then they use that money and they put it back into the club to generate more, um, uh, I mean, to, to, to buy players, right? So uh, to generate more funds to buy players. So I think, I don't think Liverpool uh, and FSG, in a sense, is, uh, has a bad marriage. I think... I think that um, I think that what is happening to them uh, was bound to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. I think that it is still too early to say what's going on, and I think that if they if this season doesn't work for them, there's always next season. They, as far as they as far as they find a way to keep Mane, Firmino, and Salah. And their midfield of Fabinho, Henderson, Diago, uh, Wijnaldum, and uh, um, I don't know who else, uh, Nabi Keita. Mm-hmm. I think overall they're fine. All they just need to do is get recruitments in their center-back position, in their left-back position, in their right-back position as good backups, yeah. and maybe one extra player um, in the midfield or maybe uh, as a striker to kind of, or wings that can play in the three areas in the front three. One, one of them, I think as far as they do that, um, I think that they will now be able to, uh, what they call it, really challenge again Mm -hmm. uh, uh, for the title again next season. Also, the, the other thing too is this season is not done yet. Everybody, don't count these guys out, man. They're only six points behind Manchester United, yeah. right? A lot can happen in the season. Uh, we don't know if Manchester United is going to be there at the end of the season. And um, City, for all their prowess, anything can happen. Yeah. Ruben Diaz may get injured next week, and then the game changes, right? So I, I, I don't want... I don't. I don't think people should jump the gun on this. I think people should wait. People should watch. Yeah. The season is very tricky, mm-hmm. um, and then, yeah, as 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 things go on, then we'll we'll see what happens, and then we'll know what uh, 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 where Liverpool is going to be at. I think it's still too early. Yeah. Maybe twenty after the twenty fifth game. Let's see where everybody is mm-hmm. at, and. 
then we can start to make a uh a prediction or we can we can rule them out if we want yeah. to okay yeah um so with that city city beats uh, Aston Villa 2-0 <laughs> what about that goal man what about that goal Sheesh. Bernardo Silva's, the one for Bernardo Silva's goal was superb but the oh yeah 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 the the leading up to it, I guess, because like I guess the guy was offside and he ran behind, and uh, yeah, got the ball. Yeah, let's talk about that actually. Yeah, I think I I think it's uh, Tyro Ming's issue. Tyro Ming should be playing the football. Yeah. Uh, what kind of a professional athlete are you if you don't see a guy behind you and do you, I mean, or you don't shoulder check yeah. to catch a guy behind you and then he catches you. Off guard, right? So, I I blame that on Tyro Mings. I think, uh, yeah, we can talk about the offside all day, but as a defender, if you see a guy's behind you, you're or before you receive a ball anyway, you're gonna look behind, you're gonna shoulder check, make sure everybody everything is in place before you do anything. Yeah. But he doesn't look like he he really cares about that, and he tries to chest the ball down and. It's it, so I, I don't know. I think it's Tyro Mings' issue. I don't think, I think, yeah, you can blame whoever you want to blame, VAR and all that, but Tyro Mings should be better. He's a professional athlete, and I don't, all this stuff sometimes, professional athletes love to like bring it down, pass it to the next guy, mm-hmm. but then they forget that you don't have as much time on the ball like you used to. So it's either you freaking move the ball out of the way quick. Or you pay the price for yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I blame Tyron Mings for that goal. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was a well taken strike by Bernardo. Yes, uh, yeah, I know, beautiful, beautiful strike by him. And uh, you see, these are the things that City have, right? They have they have banks and banks and banks of players that can do things like yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. If it's not him, it could be Sterling. Yeah. It could be Foden. It could be De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be even Gundogan. It could be even Jao Cancelo. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, in some cases, it could be um, Rodri. So they have a bunch of players that can do stuff like that. I, I'm not surprised at that. I think Villa were playing the perfect game and um, a moment of madness and stupidity yeah. uh, saw them lose... Um, one of their greatest chances to take a point and go away. And there's also other, some other things that upset me, like Barkley doing some really stupid things mm-hmm. uh, when he had opportunities. Yeah. But anyway, that's that beside the point. But still, that was all of Tyrone Mings. Yeah, I think so too. And then uh, Sterling's free kick, eh? <laughs> and then he, he posted yeah. about it after. I know. Sterling, Sterling upset me because the woman I captained him, I captained him on my fantasy. Yeah. And this guy missed the penalty. Yeah. Then he goes and scores a beautiful free kick like that. It's like, what's wrong with you, man? Like, this just shows Southgate. You better not put him on penalty duties uh, for England in the in the Euros because you can expect to uh, to lose yeah. that, right? So I think I think it's gonna be Harry Kane. Well, no, I mean, like, as in, like, if if the goes to penalty shootout or something oh, like that, he better not be taking a penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, 
Um, but yeah, let's go to the main the main event now, I guess. With uh you guys, you guys are top of the table. And it's crazy because like City only had it for like one day and then the switch happened again. Yeah. So no the yeah. So how 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 do you feel? Do you feel now that you guys are genuinely in this title race? Man, um there's games that you watch and you're like, this is the moment. This is it. You know what I mean? Like there's games there's games where you sit down, and you're like, I, I can feel it. I, I feel it coming, you know, like this is <sighs> This is it, right? But for me, I just have it in the back of my mind, man. Like I'm not, I'm too much of a pragmatist that, uh, or a realist, mm-hmm. or even some some people may even say almost pessimist in a sense yeah. that um, I have seen this team fail so so much mm-hmm. that I just want to see a little bit more. Um, I'm gonna do something that I haven't done in my inverse. In, when it comes to my investments, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to wait, you know, with my investments, I, sometimes I get irrational and I, I buy, I buy stocks and I shouldn't buy them. But um, in this case for um, what they call it uh, mm-hmm. United, I have said after the 25th game, I will say if United is in a title yeah. race, or if United is not in a mm-hmm. title race. And the reason why I'm doing this is because if any person goes back, go and find that Leipzig game. Okay. Manchester United against mm-hmm. Leipzig, Manchester United against PSG, Manchester United against PSG at home, Manchester United against P- uh, Leipzig mm-hmm. away. Go and look at those games. And I can tell you in those moments, it tells you a part of the story about Manchester, this current Manchester mm-hmm. United team. When the going gets tough, when it really, really matters, the team does yeah. not respond. Okay, but when it's but when it's like we're fighting against uh, the the principalities and yeah. darkness that are coming out are coming out for uh-huh. Oli's job, they seem to find a way to do it, mm-hmm. right? But when it's not when his job is not really on the line not really on the line, but they're fighting for something else. They're fighting for a trophy, a cup mm-hmm. or something. The players, the, the players bottle it. So I, I want to see more. And I know maybe 25 games will not really determine if they're in a title race or not. And there may be, there may be a big fall, fall out, um, uh, fall of form, um, after the, uh, 25th mm-hmm. game. But for me, it's after the 25th game, then I would say, okay, we are in a title race. It will be also irrational for me to say right now that we are not in a title race. I think we, I think we, based on the mathematics, we are uh, in a, in the title race. I think yeah. based on that, you know, so, um, but I would, I, I want to see more of this team. Um, it was a good win. I mean, at the end of the day, it was a good win. Paul, Paul, but just, great. This goal. guy, yeah, but amazing goal with his left foot too. And I've seen pictures of people say, "Oh, how do I tell my kids that Paul Pogba scored this goal and Werner missed that goal?" Which I thought was hilarious. I've seen posts yeah. on Twitter about Pogba and Werner, but 
um, the the way he's been playing is on like another level. Um, and watching that game, as soon as Fulham scored, everybody were like, "Oh my God, Fulham just scored! We're gonna lose!" I was, in my head, I was like, "No, I don't think we're gonna lose. I think we're gonna come back and win." Um, yeah, but I I will say one thing: it's still too early. It's we haven't really. We haven't really. They have, this team hasn't really shown me anything, right? So, they need to show me something, and really need to show me like what it, what would it really take? Uh, uh, I mean, what it really takes for us to show that real, real never say die attitude, um, and win consistently, not just win one or two, win consistently, yeah. time and time again for me to now say, okay, yes, we are in a title race. So mathematically, we are in a title race, but um, I would say let's wait after 25 games. Then we can start to make a prediction. Or we can start to say this team is is mm-hmm. is there. But you guys you guys are playing with such, uh, such confidence and form right now. It's like... Uh, uh, it's like... It's like, it's like the... the the man you from when Ole first got appointed. No, it's not. It's not the. It's not the United from when the United from when Ole first got appointed was crazy. That team, oh man, you remember when I used to come over and I'm just like I have it. That that team was different. That that team was different. It was absolutely. See, look, this is the reason why I am holding out on saying United are title yeah. contenders, right? When Ole first came, the performance matched yeah. the results every time. We were slamming teams four goals, mm-hmm. four nothing, you know, left, right, and center, right? Um, and for me, at that moment, I was like, yes. If, if, if you told me at that, at that time that uh, United would um, fight on next season, the following season yeah. after that, and push on for like the title, I would have believed it based on the first 19 games up until the fall, the fall, uh, the fallout where we stopped playing and we just were struggling to cope. But the difference between that run and this run is that run. We were playing out Mm -hmm. of our skins. This, this run is kind of like, meh, you know, we're, we're winning games here and there, but funny enough, Ole is not no longer winning against the top Mm -hmm. six. Right. And yes, even though I say, you know, you, you don't need to beat the, uh, call it, you don't need to beat the, um, uh, top six to win the league this season. I still think it is sometimes knocking out your position. Like if we had beat Liverpool, mm-hmm. I would have said, okay, that should, that has shown me that the players are now ready to take their game up and up a notch, mm-hmm. take it to another level. Mm-hmm. And even I don't think that game would have been really, really, really important in the sense of any scheme of things. I think psychologically, um, United would have uh, would have benefited from that, and it would have damaged Liverpool hard, yeah. like really damaged them. Yeah. But we didn't, right? So the and then if you look at the other top six games we've played, it's kind of been like meh. We've not really won. We've tied. Um, so it's it, versus when you look at city, 
who's like when they come facing a top six team, mm-hmm. they look like they're gonna win now. Yeah. Right. So that's the that's my own that's kind of the way I'm measuring it in my head. Yeah. I think I think if you give it time over time, I, I, as far as we beat the teams we need to beat over time, I can guarantee you that uh, at some point, you know, we'll have to say, okay, you know, this is it. This is the moment. Right. So anyway, we'll see. We'll, we'll see at this. I, I think, um, I think that uh, uh, I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for, um, more signs and waiting for more things, mm-hmm. but I'm happy though. Like I'm very, you guys have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Like I'm happy that Ole has finally gotten this under control. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. I'm just hoping, I'm hoping he could, you know, get the performance better. And I'm hoping that his coaching staff can help him, you know, coach these guys to some really good football, some really good football. That means a lot that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because whenever I watch the games, we're still not quick enough. We don't move the way I think we should be moving. Yeah. Um, Juan Bisaka still doesn't look too great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Shaw has shown everybody, like, look, I've always been good. Why have you guys been having issues with me, right? So every it's just some players are coming back into form, mm-hmm. but there's still some players that or some systems that I'm just like hmm. questionable. Yeah, it's questionable. Like some of the things that we do on the pitch mm-hmm. is like guys, we don't move the ball very well. We don't look we don't look like a well oiled machine. Mm-hmm. Right. But just imagine if we're a well oiled machine. Like I think teams will not be able to deal with us, right? So we just need to we just need I just think that there needs to be the coaching needs to just be a little bit tighter yeah. with the way the players play with the patterns and the schemes and all that it needs mm-hmm. to be a little bit much tighter than it currently is right now yeah. um and once once it be, once it becomes much tighter I think we'll see the re- results really now mean something like you can see with city mm-hmm. they've really, they've tightened up so much that now they look like whenever they go into a game, they're going to win. Yeah. They're going to win. Mm-hmm. Right. So with United, it's like when we go into a game, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. We look like we're going to win, but we could also lose. But with City, 90% of the time, you're thinking they're going to win this game. Yeah. We United, you're thinking 60% of the time, United is going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Right. So. That's true. Let's see. Let's see how it goes, right? It's uh only a matter of time now because it's now halfway into the season and uh, another half coming up. <laughs> all the revenge, all the revenge games are now coming up, which is why I'm also like, uh, like now it's time for Lamps to do something because he's he has all the revenge matches next, all of them. Exactly. Wolves, Arsenal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 gonna be he's <laughs> gonna be wild. But uh, you guys you guys play um Liverpool next again, eh? The- yes, sir. On Sunday. Yes, sir. How are you guys feeling about that game? Do you guys feel like you're gonna push on and try to go for the FA as well, or just or just like only focus on the Prem? Because well, right now Liverpool is hurt, and I think. 
they also might be looking at the fact that they might not win the, the Prem this year, so they need to find another title to kind of sub for that. Yeah. Well, I know Oli, right? Oli, Oli wants to win everything, mm-hmm. but then ends up losing nothing. Yeah. Right? It's like he places his bets on everything and he loses nothing. Yeah. Rather than rather than going all in and one, right? So for me, you know where I stand with this. Yeah. Oli needs to leave these cups alone. Like forget the FA Cup, forget the Carabao Cup, mm-hmm. forget the UEFA Europa Cup or whatever it's called, forget it. And just focus on the league. Yeah. Focus you know, the I get I get what he's doing. Like as a United manager, you have to be fighting on all fronts. I agree. Yeah. You have to be. This is not Tottenham where they can pick and choose, right? For mm-hmm. us, we have the squad depth, we have the players, we have to fight at all fronts. Yeah. But I think I think at the end of the day, what ends up happening is your resources become depleted. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's his problem is he hasn't he he needs to understand that his resources will not be available uh the way he wants them to be yeah if he fights for everything mm-hmm. right so yeah. i would say that i'm not saying like oh go into the fa cup and play like you know the kids you play liverpool in the fa cup so you better not be playing ridiculous but you still have a lot of quality on the bench you have guys like alex Tellers. Yeah. you have donny van der beek mm-hmm. right um uh there's still um mata who maybe he might not be my my greatest cup of coffee um he can still maybe do something right uh you know there's matic there's all those guys who are not really playing regularly mm-hmm. Um, so he still, he's, he has quite a, quite a good batch. He has Twan Zebe too as well, who's available. Yeah. So these are kids that you can, or people, you can start giving them opportunities and blooding them into this, uh, 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 uh what they call it? Um, United squad. yeah, United squad and giving them more chances, but not also like telling them like, look, if you really want to play, mm-hmm. you need to perform here. You need to do something in this cup who, which, you know, we may not have been taken really seriously, but against Liverpool, yeah, we want to take it seriously because Liverpool's a rival, right? So yeah. it's up to you guys to, to perform. Mm-hmm. Obviously he's not going to make everybody like not play. He's going to have, you know, some regulars play in this game, yeah. but I think you should rest more people and give more people a break and uh, focus more on the Premier League. I think that's where he needs to go. But against Liverpool this weekend, we don't know where it's going to go. I think I don't know who he's going to pick. To be honest, I, if if I knew who was going to pick, then I I would be able to predict what the scoreline will be. Yeah. But uh, we've just seen Burnley uh, hurt uh, Klopp. Yeah. And I have a feeling Klopp will try to go a little bit for blood in, in this game. He's going to be very serious. He's going to take this game very seriously. Yeah. So I have a feeling that Ole may probably want to match that intensity. So that's probably what he's going to do. He's going to probably play with his strong, a strong lineup, yeah. maybe a couple of substitutions here and there. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what happens. I think, um, I don't know. I I don't know. It's a derby game, so I can't really predict. I can't really predict anything. Rumor, rumor has it the reason why um club started uh Firmino and Salah on the bench was so was for this game against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's what he was looking at. But 
you see, you see what happens when you start looking at an FA Cup game, right? Yeah. See what happened in Liverpool, mm-hmm. right? So that's why I always say don't take, sometimes it's not good to take these cups seriously because you're not going to be, you know, it could backfire hard yeah. on you because then you, you should be looking after the Premier League mm-hmm. and then and then the cups should come as a bonus, yeah. not be looking at the FA Cup and then the Premier League is being, mm-hmm. you're sacrificing. Yeah your players in the Premier League for the cup. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it anyway. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Because at the end of the day, your job uh, is uh, dependent on the Premier League, not the FA Cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very correct. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it for the for the English segment. And uh, anything you want to talk about in Serie A? Bundesliga? No, that was just... Yeah, there was just the um, the Coppa Italia games coming up, and Roma lost to Spezia four two. Um, it was a disgrace. Roma Roma has been such a weird team. Anytime I turn on to watch Rome play, I just I get so disappointed. I hate seeing Mkhitaryan, Pedro, and Jacko on the pitch because this it seems like their um, retirement home. Um, that's what they're using them for. But anyway, it's what it is. But anyway, today um, or or yesterday, uh, Juventus won the Super Super Coppa Italia. Yeah, yeah. So against Napoli, so so good on them. Good on uh, Pirlo getting his first trophy. Um, it's funny that uh, uh, Arteta has his first trophy. Pirlo has his first trophy. Um, I don't know who else. I don't know if Lampard has a trophy yet. I don't think so yet. No, Lampard doesn't have a trophy yet. Not yet. Okay. So Lampard and Ole are without trophies. So they need to get on that if they really want to buy themselves some sort of time, get some trophies under their belt. Yeah. Um, so they wait. So that way they can buy some time, you know, for their careers, right? Yeah. Ateta actually has two, eh? Does it? Oh, community shield. Community shield is not a trophy, man. I mean, like they still take it as a title in England, man. Nah, nah, nah. It's because Mourinho started that stupid shit. Oh, <laughs> I have three. I have three, three trophies this season, which is like, nah, bro. You only have like two, you know. So, so yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So um, Ronaldo actually now is the highest goal scorer in the world. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. I'm just waiting. And somebody else who was on top of Pele as well. But yeah. Yeah. Good on Ronaldo. Um, He's doing good still. But he's got to leave Juve, man. He got to go to MLS soon, bro. (laughs) Because Juve Juve can't afford him very soon, bro. They're going to just be like, man, like, you got to go, bro. (laughs) Like, we're going to go because of you. They, yeah, they need they need to restabilize their squad. The squad is a little bit too lopsided. Yeah, um, very true. So that they, they need to restabilize, and I think with the money that they're paying him, they can use that money on other people. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. But he's still he's he's still a very good player. I mean, he is. Yeah. Watching him, he the way he moves, he doesn't do crazy things. Mm-hmm. He just keeps things simple. Yeah, and he's become such a penalty box predator. That's what he is. Yeah. So he, I mean, he was that. He was even. He, he was in that category in uh in Real Madrid. Yeah, he, yeah. He was getting that Real penalty box, man. Like he just, just give me the give me the penalties, bro. That's it. You know. Yeah. Give me the penalties and um any ball in the box crosses. 
his head is there first. His leap is so good. Yeah. You know, he's, he's an athlete, right? He's a freak of an athlete. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's paying off for him, man. And the Italian league where freaking grandpas go to retire, like, this is just, it's just perfect for him. Yeah, absolutely. And then on the other hand, uh, Dortmund and, and Bayer Leverkusen and Bayer Leverkusen 1 2 1. Did you watch that game? No, um, I was watching the Prem games. Nah, that game, that game, was pretty, game, it was pretty crazy too, man. What Julian Brandt actually scored after thirty go after thirty games, eh? <laughs> nice. He's been the, he's been on such a crazy drought for such a long time, and what a goal it was, bro! We seen some we seen some goals this week: Pogba, Julian Brandt, uh, Bernardo Silva. Madison, yeah. Madison almost scored one too. He hit the post. That would have been the post. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, speaking of Mad- speaking of Madison, I love Madison, man. I think I want to give him a shout out because yeah, I, was, I was about to, I was about to do that too because like man, yeah. even though even though I was playing against him and he pissed me off playing against him, hmm. you gotta give players like that with that amount of quality their 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 spotlight. You know what I mean, like. He just—he's just such an amazing player, man. Like the ability to take the to take matters into your own hands and in in situations where it's like people are, are defending, and I'm just gonna shoot this ball, bro. And also knowing where to find the space, his inner play is unbelievable. Like how quickly he moves the ball, like yeah, man, yeah. He's he's another guy like uh, who could who could rival um. Bruno, actually, your rival Bruno. Yeah, I think I think um, I think he's uh, he's a good player. I think what Bruno offers United right now, yeah, um, is something special, right? Like mm-hmm. it's 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 very unique. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Like uh, I don't know. I think Bruno is a different type of player. I think. Bruno's a Bruno irritates me because he's always looking for a hero, hero, hero ball all the time. Yeah. Um, when he could keep things very simple. Yeah. But I think Madison is a blend of he knows how to keep this simple, and he also knows when to take those risks. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say though he's um, uh, what they call it. He's a uh, uh. Uh, like he's that crazy, but he has the potential to be. He has the potential. I think I, I had a bet. I have a bet with one of my friends ongoing right now that I think uh, Madison is going to supersede uh, Grealish. And um, I think so too. Uh, over time, and for the longest time, it looked like Grealish was going to do the business because. You know, Grealish is uh, Grealish. Grealish is a fantastic player, yeah. but with Grealish going over into the wings, mm-hmm. um, and Madison still staying as a number ten, yeah. Um, I think I think Madison is the is the player to uh, uh, to watch really. So I don't know. I think I, I mean if both of them do well. I'm happy because I I actually like Grealish. I love watching Grealish play. The guy is just such a amazing footballer, man. Yeah, and then. You know, you throw in, but Madison, I just think is, if not for the injuries that messed him up this season, he's also, he's so intelligent with the ball. He knows what to do with the ball at the right time. Yeah. Um, the only difference though is Madison worked with players that are much more, uh, 
um, better than I, I think than the players that Grealish works with. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So except for the addition of Barkley this season mm-hmm. and maybe Ollie Watkins, um, overall, I think Madison has always had the better players by his side. Yeah. Grealish, Grealish has really had to like carry Aston Villa. In fact, Grealish, if if not for Grealish, that team, uh, Aston Villa would have been got would have been relegated last last season, mm-hmm. right? So, anywho, I think, I think that in the long run, Madison would would win. But I, either way, I hope both of them are are pretty up there. in My opinion. Yeah, that's true, but uh. Yeah, so uh, what were we talking about before? Uh, the Bayer Leverkusen game, right? Yes. Dortmund. Yes. Um, Dortmund needs to rec- – they need to recognize something. Like, even the way they're playing right now, in the second half, they turn it up. First half, they're dead. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. They need to find a way to bring that second-half performance into their first-half games because Playing a team like Bayer Leverkusen, you can't give them a head start of one half, bro. They will murk you. They will absolutely yeah. murk you. And, like, my God, Musa Diaby ran this game ragged. Ran it ragged. Like, oh, yeah, he was unbelievable. He scored the first goal, and then he was the one who caused the turnover for the second uh, – for the, for the second – no, after the turnover happened in the second, in the second goal, he took the ball and he passed it over to Florian Witts. And words, what a goal. Oh, yeah, that was another goal that we should talk about too, bro. There was a, 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 a galore of beautiful goals this week. Like, yeah. But, yeah, Dortmund just needs to not be giving people a one-half head start. You can't do that, bro. You cannot do that. In the second half, then you come and play. You score one goal, and then after that, you, you cough up a mistake. And then by Leverkusen just bury you, you know. So, yeah, little little, well, little things like that. Yeah, well, the the um for me the way the way things are looking for Dortmund is they're gonna be offloading their players. Yeah. Um, I think it was it was a dumb move when United came in. Yeah. United came for Sancho, and I'm always going to say this. I'm going to keep saying this up to, until the end of the season because I know they're not going to win the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're not going to win Champions League. Um, and if they win, good for them, but I don't think they will win it. Yeah. Uh, so the way the – way when, when United came with the 90 mil, they should have taken that money because United now are going to ask for a cup price on that 90 mil. They're going to be like, well – be like 40 – 40 mil. Well, not 40 mil. I think he should be around 60. But um, and and Dortmund are fair. They're fair to to assess their price at whatever value they believe a player is worth, right? Yeah. It's just a free market. Any person can any person can appraise a player mm-hmm. um based on what they think he's worth. Yeah. But we all knew like what was Dort was Sancho 120 mil level? Like 120 mil level means this player is gonna come in and he's gonna change this club from inside out. We're gonna be winning every single game yeah. because of this one player. Mm-hmm. If 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 we get two goals conceded because of Sancho, we will win. We will score by three. We will score three goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, that was that was the prospect of him because he was that, he scored but that's, he scored like eighteen goals and twenty three assists in that season. So 
Exactly, but in one season, yeah. in one season, this is not Ronaldo levels of play here. Yeah. I, I, this is not Ronaldo, but then, Neymar, but then in in his, in, in his first season, I think he had like what uh, twelve goals and fourteen assists. Still, it is not Neymar Mbappe levels. Like you, for you to be at that level, you, your output, like your, you not only, um, um scoring goals and assists and things like that. Yeah. Like you're, you're helping your team win titles. You're helping your team, you know, uh, do more than you currently do. So I just, I mean, I, I, I said, I, I said originally that United should pay the money. If we really wanted, we should pay the money. Yeah. But in hindsight, I don't think it was worth it. And he is showing that now the good players, right? Yeah. See, this is the thing, Victor, like, the good players, no matter what happens, no matter how much disruption in their mental psyche, mm-hmm. they still perform. Yeah. They still perform. So all of a sudden, um, he didn't get his move. And then mentally, it destabilized him for a little bit. Yeah. And it looks like, what's going on? What's going on with um, Sancho? Yeah. Right? He's still money, but I don't think when I look back at it, I'm like 90, 90 million was generous. This kid is a 60 million player at best. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway. But yeah. Let's see. Let's see the the transfer window next, next uh, summertime. And then we'll see if he gets sold to United for a cut price or if they still keep that same valuation. And- yeah, they probably keep the same valuation because it's Dortmund, right? But um, the other thing too, as well, as people are talking about, it, is Haaland now. You know, he's dropped too. So, he's dropped on his yeah. price as well. But he does yeah. he does have a release clause of like what fifty or 60 seventy five mil? mil. I think it was seventy five, right? On his, on his release clause, eh? Yeah, mm, that's not bad. But I think it doesn't. I don't. I think it doesn't kick into like a year or two. Yeah. Um, so there's still time. Yeah. But yeah, even even him he's done negotiating now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But even even him, his output has dropped, right? So yeah. you're seeing you're seeing a lot of players like slump this season. And um it's it just shows you that Dortmund, like when people come in with a lot of money, mm-hmm. go like take the money. Like you guys had an upper it, it wasn't like the, there wasn't any backup, like Gio Reyna was coming up the, the ranks. Yeah. There was a lot of good players coming up the ranks. So take the freaking money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, but I think uh, I think we're out of time. That's about one one hour thirty minutes. We've been deep in there. Um, yeah, bro. Yes, yes. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. This is the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. Uh, I'm Victor Speck. That's Uncle CB. Don't forget to follow us on, on Twitter at PodcastCBF. Uh, Instagram, don't ask me. I don't know when I'm going to make it, but maybe <laughs> maybe, soon, maybe soon. We'll see. But, uh, yes, um, when, are we, when, when are we coming in again? Maybe for Thursday? Yeah, we're looking at, yeah, we're looking at Monday. Monday probably or Tuesday. Why, you want, you want to cover the FA Cup game and then head into the... Eh. 
yeah, we'll see if we can cover the FA Cup game. If not, maybe we may do a special, maybe get Mo. It's been a while since we got our brother Mo on the line. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to come here. Yeah. He's going to come and start singing glory, glory, man. You know. <laughs> That's what he always does. He did in the past. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, Don't forget to share with your friends. Um, I mean, like like, if you could, if you could, we appreciate it. You know, get people more people listening. Um, Because this is therapeutic for us, and we really do enjoy it. Which is why you see all these long ass minutes in it right yeah. so yeah. um but yeah this is this is a way of like relieving ourselves of of stress or maybe just jubilations you know um having um having the ability to express and you know because we're also coaches as well and we we like to bring our own selves into to the into into analyzing some of this uh stuff that's happening but uh yeah thanks for listening to us guys and uh we'll catch you next time Ciao.